Welcome back to another new episode of the Balance Factor podcast. If you're new here, my name is Emily. I am your host. And today we're going to be talking all about the winter blues, why we have it, where it comes from, how it affects us, and ultimately ways that we can overcome it. Now, I'm not just going to tell you to exercise and eat healthy in this episode. I'm going to break down the science and reasoning as to why we feel fatigued, lethargic, low motivated, and why implementing tools and tactics such as exercise, changing your diet, changing your routine can ultimately help you get through this really hard time of the year. I know I, for myself, I experienced the winter blues and it definitely hits me, especially in the middle of January when there's not really much to look forward to. You know, the holidays are over and really the next thing is spring, which is still a few months away. So it's a long stretch, a long haul, but there are ways we can optimize this time to one, feel better and two be extremely productive with this time we have to learn and take this approach to it that it's a time where we can work on a lot of things and do a lot of things which right now it kind of feels like there's nothing to do but once we go through this episode and I explain and unleash all this information you're going to realize that there's so much you can accomplish during this time before we jump right in we do have to talk about the balanced factor of the week And if you're new here, each week I share a factor in life that's going to help you achieve balance. So the focus and factor for this week is connection. Human connection is so vital and important to feeling happiness and feeling a sense of belonging in this world. When we are so isolated and disconnected from those around us, we can really just get stuck in our own head, stuck in our own thoughts, and just go through circles and circles and feel trapped inside and out. And so this week, this factor is to connect with people, connect to those around you, reach out to people you haven't talked to in a while. You never realize how big and how effective making new connections or going and circling back on previous connections can have such a large impact in your health and well-being. So I highly encourage you to try that this week. And last but not least, the weekly favorite. And for this week, it's nothing too exciting, but I will have to say it's very exciting for me because I just got a Breville coffee machine and I could not be more happy about it. So In terms of coffee, my favorite right now has been just an Americano with almond milk. And what I'm learning is that if you ask, if you're ordering for a coffee or you're making a coffee from espresso, if you ask the person to put the milk in before they do the espresso, apparently it prevents the coffee from burning and kind of creating those acidic flavors. So I've been trying it where I put the almond milk in the bottom and I do have to say it has significantly changed my coffee game. So if you've never tried that before, I would try, you know, using it with whatever coffee machine you have and see if it just kind of balances up the flavors in the coffee a little bit better. And I mean, who doesn't love coffee? It definitely is getting me through this winter, this winter blues that we're about to talk about. So if you're a coffee lover like me, then go and try it with a little bit of milk at the bottom before you brew it. With that said, I think it's time we move on to the focus of today's episode. So let's talk all about the winter blues. (music) 
I don't know if you're like me at all, but in order to get through something or overcome a challenge that I'm facing in life, I have to understand why it's happening and where it's coming from. So in terms of the winter blues and that seasonal depression that we feel, in order for me to understand the right ways that I can overcome it, I have to know why it's actually occurring. So let's dive deep into why we actually feel the winter blues during this time of year. You know, majority of the population experiences seasonal changes in their well-being and behavior. So changes in our energy, changes in our sleep, changing in eating and our overall mood. And the spectrum can really differ in variability where on one end it can affect us to a certain extent, quite minimally, and to the other spectrum we have seasonal affective disorder, which is a clinical diagnosis where it actually impacts your ability to function day to day. Now, I'm not going to dive deep into seasonal affective disorder because I'm not a regulated mental health professional, so I'm just not going to touch base on that. However, if you do feel that the symptoms or things you're experiencing are impacting your functionality day by day, I would highly recommend you to go seek medical professional support in order to receive the proper treatment for it. Aside from that, most often everyone experiences a bit of fluctuations in their mood this time of year and it often feels like fatigue, drowsiness, low mood, sadness, and overall just gray. Everyone just feels very gray in their day to day. You know, we have less sunlight, there's not much to look forward to, there's a long haul until the spring, and let me tell you guys, I know what this feels like. I am feeling it myself these days. And some things that make this really challenging, I know for myself, and I hope other people can relate to this, is, you know, you can get on an airplane and go somewhere warm, which will feel great in that moment, but when you come back, it doesn't really solve the problem. It more just puts a mask on the problem or a temporary fix. Or even if, you know, you're at home and you see people traveling and you're comparing yourself to what they're doing, those are things that for me personally really trigger these emotions and make me feel just so trapped in where I live and my mood and my feelings. And, you know, then I get in my head about, you know, oh, I wish I could travel somewhere. I wish I could do that. But then I come back to this full circle and I'm like, if I were to travel somewhere, is that really solving my problem? Not really. It's just putting a mask or a temporary fix on it, which is fine. But if we really want to improve our health and well-being, we got to dive deep into what's the root cause of what's going on here. And so if we look at the research and science to understand why we feel this way during this time of year, it totally makes sense. It goes hand in hand with everything we experience and the situation that we're currently living in. And so probably one of the most recognized things as to why we feel this way is in the winter, our levels of serotonin are lower. Now, if you're not familiar with what serotonin is, or you've heard the term, but you don't really understand what what it means, serotonin is a molecule in your body. It's it's found in the brain, and, and it's known as a neurotransmitter. So when your brain makes 
these things called synapses, which is when the connections and neurons in your brains communicate with one another. They release chemicals as they do that. And serotonin is one of those chemicals that can get released and it is associated or gives us feelings of happiness and increases our mood. It's also associated with digestion, our bone health, our focus, our calm. It's associated with so many things that go hand in hand with the way we feel and the way we're able to function. Now you might be asking yourself, well why are our levels of serotonin lower in the winter compared to other times of year? And there is a real reason as to why it is, and it has to do with sunlight. I actually find this information extremely interesting. I think you guys will too. So because there's less sunlight during the winter, when we are exposed to sun, so say in the summer, we, in our eyes, the light enters the eyes and hits the retina. Retina is a part of your eye that basically signals and can communicate with the brain. And when we perceive sunlight, the retina stimulates a process in our brain to increase the production of serotonin. So with that said, during the winter, because we're not exposed to as much sunlight, the levels of serotonin being produced that is stimulated by sunlight is reduced. So overall, there's a lower production in our brains, which is why we feel kind of crappy all the time. Those happy chemicals that we want to feel in our body just aren't as high as they normally are in other times of years. You know, even like just previously this week, here in Toronto, we had the sun come out for the first time in like three weeks, and instantly you could tell everyone's mood was brighter in the city. People were just walking, they had, they were carrying their heads up higher and just had an overall glow feeling to them. I know for myself, I was thriving. I was like, oh my god, I freaking love this sunlight. It just felt amazing. But it makes so much sense. So when that sunlight's not there, we don't have the same amount of happy chemicals flowing through our brain. So of course we feel down and we feel the inability to focus and be productive on a day-to-day basis. It makes sense. And also another reason as to why we feel this way is our levels of melatonin are higher. Now, you may have heard of the term melatonin. Some people take it to help them sleep. And this makes sense because we feel sleepy during the winters that these levels are a lot higher. And why they are higher is because they naturally... So in your body... Your levels of melatonin, there is a natural level that's already pre-existing. So people will take an increased level of melatonin to further enhance that level during the nighttime. But this production is stimulated in our bodies naturally through our circadian rhythms with the changes in daylight. So as soon as, you know, it hits 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, our body is in tune with the way the sun is coming down so that signals the body to okay it's nighttime now let's flip the switch start producing melatonin we're going to prepare for bedtime and so what happens in the winter because it gets darker so much earlier that system signals way way early than compared to the summer in the summer you know it can be light out till like 9 p.m and i know for myself i can be so productive during the night in the in the summer but when it comes to the winter 
count me out at four o'clock. I'm, I'm checked out. There's, there's no working past four. It's definitely not easy. So what really happens is because of this lack of sunlight, our body is just overproducing melatonin. And this hormone is just way higher when there's less sunlight. So that's honestly why we just feel tired and lethargic all the time. It, it, it really, when you look at the science, it makes so much sense. And so when you look at our circadian rhythm, which if you're not familiar with what that means, it's our internal clock. So it's our body's natural ability to regulate our sleep and wake. It's also known as our sleep-wake cycle. So when we have an overproduction of melatonin, our natural wake and sleep cycle is thrown off. We're in sleep mode way longer than we should be, which is why it feels like so hard to get out of bed at in the morning. Like uh, it's it's a struggle, guys. It really is. And then to go to bed, it just feels like you're ready for bed at like 5 p.m. That's just because the melatonin in your body is a lot higher. And the serotonin, things that get you moving in the mornings, is lower. So that is generally why we feel this way. Most of it has to do with daylight, and there are some other scientific reasons as to why we experience these changes in moods and behaviors, but those are the most prominent and most well-recognized in research and in science. And so if we look at the ways that we can overcome this challenge of feeling just like absolute crap during the winter, There are a few things that we can do and I'm going to explain why we should do them and how you can do them. I'm not just going to say, you know, diet and exercise because most often you Google something, how to feel better and everyone just says diet and exercise. Well, let me tell you, diet and exercise looks different for everybody and in terms of trying to regulate your body and optimize the way you feel certain times of year, it's going to differentiate. So we're going to break that down a little bit more so you can get some more insight and figure out really what works for you. So first things first is diet. Now, what we want to try and do with our diet is optimize energizing foods to really try and promote the production of serotonin in our body. There are certain foods that carry an amino acid. Amino acids are proteins. They are the building blocks of proteins in your body. And so there are particular foods that carry a specific amino acid called tryptophan, which can help increase the production and secretion of serotonin naturally in your body. Now, I know where your brain's going right now, and you're thinking to yourself, wait, isn't tryptophan the thing in Turkey that makes you super sleepy on Thanksgiving and Christmas? Well, that's actually a myth. And the reason why you feel sleepy after Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner is not just because of the turkey. It's about the amount of food you just consumed in a short period of time and the amount of carbohydrates and just overall things going on during the holidays. So it's a bit of a placebo effect that you have during the holidays when you eat turkey you feel like you're ready for bed but it's also just a bunch of other factors that contribute to that feeling and it's not actually the level of tryptophan in turkey that's making you sleepy it's the combination of everything else going on around you and you really you do need very high levels of tryptophan to make you feel sleepy so with that said tryptophan can be found in so many foods like salmon, nuts and seeds, eggs, tofu and soy products, turkey like we just talked about, um, probiotic source foods like yogurt, kimchi, sauerkraut, 
pineapple, spinach and greens, all of your leafy greens. Um, all of these things can really be beneficial to increasing your mood, increasing your cognition, your functionality, and just making you feel a lot better. So, you know, it's an easy thing that we can do. Start looking at how you can incorporate more of these foods into your diet to naturally increase the production of those feel-good chemicals. So the next thing we're going to talk about is exercise. And, you know, you often hear people on the news, people on other podcasts, people on social media, you know, say exercise. It will naturally make you feel good. But do you actually know why that occurs? And that's where we're going to break it down. So exercise is another way to induce the production of serotonin and also another neurotransmitter known as dopamine. Dopamine is fairly similar things to serotonin um, and it gives us those feel-good kind of happy high feelings that we get. And you'll often hear people say you know that post-exercise high that comes from that increased production of these feel-good chemicals in our brain. And kind of the big picture here on why exercise over time, the more we do it and the more consistently we do it, it makes us feel better and we want to do it is because when we're exercising, we're stimulating the reward system in our body. And so what I mean by that is the more you do it, the more you create positive associations with exercise because after exercising, you get that desirable response. So if we have a behavior that induces a positive experience we're going to want to do that behavior more and more our body associates and desires to do things that result in positive outcomes so that's why when you start exercising and you do it more consistently it becomes a lot easier whereas if you're not exercising and you go and do it for the first time it's a little bit harder because you have to get into that response reward system groove of getting the ball moving and creating that association back in your brain and then over time you create these modulations in your brain from this positive reinforcement system and it becomes so much easier and you keep those levels of serotonin and dopamine more regulated which over time makes things a lot easier to do and just keeps your mood more controlled and less having those highs and lows it's a lot more regulated when you're consistent with it and moving on from diet and exercise how we can also combat this winter blues and get through this really terrible time of year is to embrace it and what I mean by that is not sitting back and saying oh it's gross outside I'm not going to do anything might as well just sit here and watch tv all day What I mean is use the timing of day that are darker and not as pleasant to be more times that you can focus on yourself and your well-being and maximize the time that you feel good and you don't feel good to really make those times get the most out of those periods and make them the best you can. So in terms of exercise as we've discussed a recommendation is to exercise more in the morning when your melatonin levels are lower and your levels of serotonin are a bit higher this is going to induce more production of serotonin and like i said you want to build on those experiences or opportunities that the 
possibilities for the best possible outcomes are the highest. So in terms of exercise, exercising in the morning when there's a bit more daylight can further induce that pleasurable response. At night, when it gets darker later, maybe shift your work schedule or things like that. Don't try and do work later at night. Focus nighttime on more calming down, unwinding, picking up a book, reading. I mean, this is a time of year where you can really use this more hibernation type style to do things that you don't do in the summer when things are so busy and you have weddings and and get-togethers and parties and things like that. The summer is a much more social and overall busier time so why not look at this as an opportunity to really work on yourself go read that book you've never read before or try something new like there's just so many things that we can really look at this situation as an opportunity to make the most of it rather than just looking at it as a negative and that's an approach that I've been taking towards it and at night you know I don't try and cram work in now at night I've just accepted you know what I'm not productive during the night and me trying to work at night makes me feel even worse. So why not let myself unwind? I'm going to watch a bit of TV, watch a bit of Ginny and Georgia on Netflix or pick up my Kindle and read a little bit earlier in bed and just have a night in. And that's the way it is. But honestly, I'll reflect back on these situations in the summer and be like, man, I wish I was like so not busy the way I was in the winter because my days were just so much structured. I mean, we can't all have it perfect. But like I'm saying, just maximize this opportunity to do things and take advantage of the times of day where it's lighter out and darker out to do things that more sync with those times of day. And lastly, building off of what I said earlier at the very beginning of this episode, which is our balanced factor of the week, this is why I chose it for this week, is to connect and plan things with other people. Connection, as I've said, is just so important to making ourselves feel good, feeling heard, expressing our emotions, increasing happiness, We are human beings, we're made to socialize, we're made to connect, and yes, it is so much easier to stay home, read that book, and, you know, stay in bed, but we do have to have balance here, and on the weekends, on on days where you have the opportunities, even if it's just connecting with a friend, going to workout class together, or doing things with another person, even virtually over FaceTime, anything like that, sending a text. Just having that social connection makes you feel heard and also to know that other people are feeling the same way. Because when we get so deep into this winter blues, we can really feel like we're so by ourselves and that no one else is experiencing this but ourselves. Yet once you realize and you start opening yourself up to other people and sharing what you're experiencing, I most likely bet that they are also experiencing the exact same thing or if not something similar. So that's why connection is just such an important part of life and during the winter it's so easy just to disconnect from people and just not want to do anything. So we have to push our limits, we have to push ourselves outside of that bubble outside of that protective hibernated state and get ourselves out there socializing and and being with other people. And so I challenge you, 
I challenge you to go message somebody, call somebody that you have not talked to in a while. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them what they've been up to. What's new? How's their job? How's their relationship? How's their dog if they have one? Anything. Make conversation with someone because I guarantee not only will it make the other person feel heard and feel like people care about them, but it's also going to make yourself feel empowered, motivated, connected, and just not so isolated in your own thoughts. It's so easy to get in our heads and just feel so deep down inside those intrusive negative thoughts where we just want to do nothing. But as soon as you reach out and connect and and communicate, it just opens that door and unleashes all of those negative pressure, nervous energy in our body. It just completely releases it all. So that's what my, my challenge for you this week is to go and do that. So to wrap things up, I hope that all of this information and insight I've given to you today allows you to better understand and feel heard as to why you're feeling a certain way right now, why it may be a struggle to get out of bed in the morning or even a struggle to get out the door at night to go out with friends. There is real true meaning behind it. You are not alone and it's not something that's abnormal. It's very common and many people experience it throughout our lifetime and at different stages. So some years may be more challenging than others. It just kind of depends on your circumstances, your experiences, and where you're located as well in terms of sunlight and things like that. So with that said, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you leave today motivated and empowered. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Everything is at Balanced Factor. And make sure to check out my website. I have some exciting things happening in the beginning of February. We have a little bit of a rebrand, relaunch with a couple new exciting things coming along so definitely make sure to follow along you don't want to miss out so i hope you have an amazing week and i will see you next wednesday for another new episode bye guys